Welcome to season two of the Wherever You Go podcast. My name is Sam Bauer, and I'm a wife, mom, business owner, and lover of Jesus. My hope with this podcast is to encourage my listeners through sharing my own experiences to follow the dreams in your heart and become the person that God created you to be. I hope you enjoy episode two, The Greatest Goal. And if you like this episode, please leave a comment or a review on the platform you are listening, or even better, share it with a friend. Thank you so much for listening. It's no secret that I love a good goal. Today, I'm going to talk a little bit about why I love goals, why I set such big goals, and also some biblical truth from Philippians 13 about a goal that Paul had set that I think we can all get on board with. Albert Einstein said, if you want to live a happy life, tie it to a goal, not to people or things. I do annual goal setting in a podcast where I share how setting goals for the year will help my listeners to set goals for their businesses as well as personally. I do annual monthly and weekly goal setting with my team to help them reach their sales and income goals. I use goals to both challenge myself from a business perspective as well as personally and to keep myself in check with what I'm doing, if I'm doing the right things, if I'm growing, um, and the things I need to do in order to continue to grow and keep improving in different areas of my life. Mark Batterson wrote two of my favorite books, In a Pit with a Lion on a Snowy Day and Chase the Lion, two awesome books if you're looking for some God-sized motivation. But Mark said, quit living as if the purpose of life is to arrive safely at death. I love this quote. So he's saying, stop living, stop playing it safe. Start taking risks, start dreaming big, start going after those big God-glorifying goals. This quote has been in my mind since I read it. And it served me in the past few years as I think about how I want to grow my business, how I want to raise my kids, as well as what kind of work I feel called to do for the kingdom of God. And listen, I set big goals. I know I set big goals. I set goals so big that people laugh at me when I tell them to them. They think I'm crazy and I'm okay with that. But it's my own personal belief that my goals should be big. They should be challenging. And most importantly, they should be God glorifying. I think that our goals should scare us a little and excite us a lot. I also don't think that we should be able to achieve our goals on our own. Because my friends, if we are setting goals that we can accomplish on our own, how can we glorify God? Our goals should require God's intervention so that when we achieve them, the only thing that people can look at is, wow, God must have been involved with that because I know that that human couldn't have accomplished that on their own. The thing is, I've set goals around almost every area of my life with one exception. I've never set a goal around my relationship with God. It's honestly never crossed my mind. I've always believed that goals need to be measurable. Smart goals. Specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-based. But how can I measure a goal to grow in Christ? But a few weeks ago, in my small group Bible study where we're using the book Focus, written by Clear Cherry Reeves, our word was release. The Bible verse at the beginning of the devotional stuck out to me in a way that made me look it up and read it in context. This happens to me a lot, and I know I've talked about this on this podcast before, that if you read a verse, 
you should probably jump into the Bible and read it in context so that you can get the full meaning of it. Sometimes people will take a verse out of context because they want it to mean something that they want it to mean or they want you to feel a certain way. But it's really important that when we're, we're reading the God's word, that we're reading it in context so that it can speak to us the way that um, you know, God intended for it to speak to us, not in somebody else's interpretation or to be used to, to get you to feel a certain way. So in any way, the verse that was there was Philippians 3.13, and I'm going to read it in context here with the prior verse and the following verses included. So Paul wrote in Philippians 3.12-14, Not that I have already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Jesus Christ took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. I immediately got excited when I read this. What? What goal? So I read it again, and I kind of let it sink in a little bit, and then I wanted to read the notes in my study Bible for more context. And in those notes, it says, Paul said that his goal was to know Christ, to be like Christ, and to be all Christ intended for him. The goal absorbed all of Paul's energy. This is a helpful example for us. We should not let anything take our eyes off our goal, knowing Christ. With the single-mindedness of an athlete in training, we must lay aside everything harmful and forsake anything that may distract us from living like Christ. What is holding you back? Whoa. (laughs) Some of you know, because I've mentioned on the podcast before, that my mission in my life, when we talked about mission statements, and I'll have to refer to the episode and put it in the notes, but um, that my mission that I made a a long time ago was to glorify God in all that I do. It's been my mission for almost two decades now, and I've shared in the past that I fail at this daily. Every day I do something that is not glorifying to God, whether it's saying something wrong, thinking the wrong thought, blowing up at my kids or my husband. um, Every day I manage to mess up. But every day I also hope that I'm doing some things to glorify God as well. But the point is that that's a mission for my life. It's something that I'm evolving to, something that I'm shooting for. I get up every morning ready to give it another shot, but I've never considered it a goal. I've never sat down and written up my action steps on how I'm going to get there. What do I need to do so that I can know Christ better, so that I can be like Christ, so that I can become all that he has intended for me? How different I've been looking at my life in the past few weeks since I've decided to make this an actual goal. I've been thinking about it a lot and trying to figure out how do I make this a goal? How do I make this measurable? What action steps do I need to take? And what's the deadline here? (laughs) Um, So here's what I came up with for myself to achieve my new super worthy goal. I know that I need to spend more time in the word. I found myself reading more books and devotionals, which are great, but not putting as much time into reading the actual Bible as I have in the past. And for me, it never fails that I learn the most about God and I get the closest to God when I'm reading God's words, not somebody else's interpretation of God's words. So it's time for me to start scheduling to read my Bible 20 minutes a day. 
That might mean less devotionals or other books, but that's okay because I need to keep my eye on my goal to know Christ. How will I get to know Christ best? By reading his words, not someone else's interpretation of it. And I'm not knocking um, Christian books. I'm not knocking devotionals. I think they are great and they certainly have their place in our Bible study and our time of worship and making us think and, and pray and all the things. Um, but I am saying that um, reading the Bible is going to allow you to be touched by God's living words. And um, that's where you're going to get to know God the best. My next point is how do I measure my progress? And again, this is tricky because there are no numbers here. Like I'm a numbers person. I'm a spreadsheet person. I am a salesperson. So like I set a sales goal. If I sell this many policies or I bring in this much revenue, that's the goal. How am I going to get there? I can measure it right by the activities that I do and what it generates. Um, with this kind of a goal, I thought, well, I think that there are a couple ways that I can, I can measure my progress. Um, am I able to find joy in all situations? Am I grateful for the people and the things that God has provided me with? And what is my heart stance? Am I joyful or bitter? Am I thankful or jealous? Are my words kind or are they harsh? Am I content or discontent? Am I God-serving or Sam-serving? In my experience, the closer I am to God, the better my heart stance is. And this might be trickier to measure, but those are some of the areas that I've decided to focus on for how I'm doing. And lastly, every goal needs a deadline, right? Well, in this case, I need to do this before the end of my life. So there's some urgency because I don't know when that is going to be. And I'm okay with the deadline being death, as it means that I need to do everything I can every day to know Christ better, to be more like Christ, and to be all that Christ intends me to be. I don't have a day to waste because I don't know when my life will be over or when Jesus will come back. But I need to be ready and prepared for whichever comes first. So it's time to get to work. As someone who sets big, God-glorifying goals, this goal right here is going to remain my favorite, as well as my biggest and most important goal. All other goals set aside, from here on out, I'm committed to putting this goal first on my annual goal reviews, on my monthly goal reviews, and on my weekly goal reviews. Because I know to know Christ better, to be more like Christ, and to be all that Christ intends for me to be is the single most important thing that I can do with my life. It is the single most important goal that I can achieve. So what do you think? Who wants to set this goal with me? Are you in? I'd like to end today's podcast with Joshua 1.9. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go.